0: afternoon and welcome to today's episode of the total energies auto show total energies auto show right here on 97.3 ctfm motoring education for trouble free motoring experience i am your host eddie poku and um the auto show is brought to you by total energies total Quartz 9000 future join the total Quartz nation movement today Total has great products that keep your car going wide range of auto lubricants for both petrol and diesel engines all specifications of brake fluid ATF for your power steering and auto transmissions Um, you have lubricants for CVT transmission coolant for all kinds of engines especially those that are developed for the Ghanaian climate at the Total station you also have access to well-trained technicians will give you on the spot accurate information about your car and how to take very good care of it and keep the value of your car. I just want to say the Auto Show is very, very interactive and as always, just make sure you send in your questions and uh, contribution by our WhatsApp line 0549986996. Zero five four nine nine eight six nine nine six. Hey, 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 hey Charlie check this it, <laughs> The sound of this engine. Music to my ears. I love you. But <laughs> you check your engine oil. Ah, things, so. I always they tell you at a check. I've told you I only use Total Quartz engine oils. With its age-resistant technology, it keeps your engine younger for long. Sit down, let me tell you more. Total Quartz oh, has introduced a new one self. I remember Quartz 9000 Future 0W20. Right? Thank you. It's made mainly for the latest generation engines. Quartz Future 0W20. It ensures excellent engine protection and cleanliness while reducing your fuel consumption. So it is save money. Yeah. The quartz Nation movement took Mr. Money, Rogozo, and Bobo Yele, all 10 quartz ambassadors now. You dead there straight to the nearest Total filling station. Total Quads keep your engine younger for longer. can touch this. Total Quads keep your engine younger for longer. <laughs> All right, today we are talking about lights, 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 lights. One of the most distinct features on a car, but most abused and misused. To help educators today, we have one of our regulars. We have Mr. Gerald Dubate, a Chief Tech and CEO of Auto Show Engineering Works at Labadi. Gerald, you are once again welcome to the Auto Show. Thank you, Eddie.
1: It's always nice to be here. Yeah. <laughs> talking <laughs> you know, about cars. Yes, you. You,
0: know, you know me and you, when, when we meet, it's all about cars. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And it's so exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's very yes. really exciting. Today, we are talking about lights. Um, car lights, are they just elements on the car that illuminate, um, for aesthetics? What are the main reasons why we have light, um, educate us today?
1: Well, um, the main purpose for having car light mm-hmm. is there are primarily two. Mm-hmm. Those are the core purposes. One, safety, and two, communication.
0: Okay. Safety and, and communication. communication okay all right yeah. yes what are the kind what kinds of light are found on most cars um, well uh, we have two types of car lights mm-hmm.
1: when it come let, let me say headlights mm-hmm. these are the two systems we have the reflective mm-hmm. uh, reflector system okay and then also we have um, the projector system okay. That's for the headlights? For, that's for the headlights. Okay. So, um, the reflector system is the one that we... They used to be around years mm-hmm. ago. You have a metal bowl, mm-hmm. and then the bulbs are encasing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, in case the bulbs burn out, then you may need to replace the whole unit. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you find them those time on morays, the older vehicles. Yeah. But I think uh, after the 80s, then we had a modern... Um, Reflector headlights. Okay. This this ones have the bulbs in them, mm-hmm. and then mirrors are strategically placed around them, mm-hmm. so they make whatever comes out look brighter. Okay, and then the good part is um, when you have a problem with the light, mm-hmm. you can easily replace the bulb. Okay. So we've had them in up up to now. <laughs> There has
0: been a big development.
1: Yes, yes. Okay, and okay. then we have the projector headlights. Okay. Uh The projector headlights, uh, they are basically just like the reflector one. Mm-hmm. The only difference, they also have mirrors in there, but the only difference is that it is the lens, you see the covering in mm-hmm. front, that does emit the light. Okay. You see, unlike the other one that you have, the mirrors doing it. This one, it is the lens in front, whether it's glass or plastic, mm-hmm. that's... Let the light shine. Okay. So or you can see these days that we have certain headlights that I tend them going blind. <laughs> it's because the lens have become uh, blare or they are becoming opaque. Okay. So then the lights cannot emit through. Okay. So these are the two systems that we have. Okay. And yes, so when it comes right. to headlights themselves, <laughs> <laughs> then, then we have the headlight types.
0: Okay. Where you have the halogen. <laughs> That's but for the bulb, or how the the, the the light source itself. Yeah, the light source. So okay. now
1: we are not talking about the system; we're talking about the headlight okay. So you have the um, the halogen, mm-hmm. you have the LEDs, mm-hmm. you have the xenon and the HIDs. Okay. And recently they brought in the laser. The laser lights. Yes. <laughs> the Lisa light here on high All it. right. Okay. Yes. yes.
0: Yeah. Since you've talked about the headlight and the, the, the reflectors especially what what is the role of this reflectors now i'm asking this question because i realize that sometimes people want to modify the headlights of their cars um, ostensibly to make their car um, to to give it better performance so sometimes you, you know that in the headlight there is a where you put the bulb there's usually some something like a cup
1: yeah, that is the reflector that is around it, so it's supposed to mm. actually magnify. Good, yes. The so,
0: because they want to, especially when let's say you are converting from a halogen to an HID, because the HID bulbs are very, very long and thin. Good, so they, they tend to remove that. That modifying those things does it affect the light output,
1: yeah, it does. But, like we we're saying, the two purposes mm-hmm. is safety and communication. Mm-hmm so in trying to modify we don't have to sacrifice the safety aspect of it okay and what happened uh, lights are supposed to i mean when you're when you are motoring Mm -hmm. you are supposed to see and be seen Mm -hmm. now if the person seeing you is become blind as a result of the glare of your light there will be collision
0: okay all right so in other words the reflector and those appendages in the bulb, they guide how the light throws. They guide how the light, so that you can
1: have uh, the dip, mm-hmm. or you can have the high beam, mm-hmm. or you can have the focus. Oh, okay. You see. So, when you begin to modify, then you are actually probably getting out of the safety sphere. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, it may brighten the light, it may do whatever you want to, but it becomes also a nuisance
0: to the other driver. Okay. And then safety is breached. Okay. Yes. All right. Okay. So, um, talking about um, the, the 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 function of the headlight itself, you mentioned to dip your headlight, which is the low beam. You have the high beam. You have fog lights. We have DRLs. Talk to us about these things. Let's let's define these um, terms. Low beam. Yeah. Low beam is actually for driving in the night. <laughs>
1: And then when you have the light through, um, letting you have some visibility to a certain angle, yeah. at a certain angle. Okay. You understand, the low beam. Mm-hmm. Um, high beam okay. tends to go further, and then it also has a higher throw. Okay. So, what happens is, uh, you use high beams only when you are in unlit places. Okay. And then you want to see further. Okay. Because there may be a pedestrian crossing, there may be an animal crossing, or an obsession an, an on the way, mm-hmm. which, ordinarily, if you are using the low beam, <laughs> you cannot see. Okay. You see, but when you you are in a well lit
0: street and mm-hmm. you put on the high beam, you blind the oncoming vehicle. Cool, so yes. All right. Okay. So that is low beam and high beam. Fog lights. Fog lights. Mm-hmm. They are made for. Foggy
1: situation driving. Mm-hmm. You may have something like well, not in Ghana. You may have snow. You may have sleet, and then all those things. That is when you need the fog lights. Okay. Um, when it is foggy, and you have your headlights on, moisture sent to settle on, and this throws back okay. onto your windscreen and make matters worse. Mm-hmm. So that is why we have the fog lights. So they are there to actually add as a support. Okay. You see. And then secondly, the fog light also, as per design, helps you to also see the cabs when it's very foggy. You know, it can get very foggy and visibility will just be some, maybe a meter. Okay. And so you need that to see where the cabs are Mm -hmm. or probably in our case where the open drain is and all that. So Mm -hmm. that's what you use the fog light for. Okay. So um, if one has to use fog lights, in daytime, when there is no problem, then I, I believe that
0: uh, we are not using the light for its intended that purpose. purpose. Okay. Because I realize that some people tend to drive, you know, on normal days, you know, with, with fog lights, and I always wonder why um, they, they tend to do that. I know in other jurisdictions, it's actually an offense to use your fog lights when you are not in that situation that you need to use fog light. Yes, it didn't pay
1: design from the manufacturers. I don't know about now. But when you turn on your fog light, mm-hmm. your fog light will only come on when you have your low beam on. Yeah. Once you turn to high beam, fog light goes off. Because the question is, do you need all these three? Mm-hmm. So uh, we need to actually educate ourselves on how to use lights. You see, they are for communications, they are for safety. So, when they are not used as intended, then, then we, we are beginning
0: to caught a little bit of uh, trouble on the road. Okay. So, let's talk about DRLs. Then, after DRLs, I'm going to add a few other things to it that right. we, we, we will talk about. So, what about DRLs?
1: Yeah, daytime driving lies. Mm-hmm. Um, in certain jurisdictions, like in Canada and Northern America, it's mandatory mm-hmm. in certain states for you to use the DRL. Mm-hmm. Because, like I said, you are driving to be seen. So that you can also see. Okay. So probably the conditions around there where they have hazy days and the rest, the DRLs play a very big role. Mm-hmm. And the DRLs, you see, um, the power of the light mm-hmm. is being brought down. Okay. You see, yes, yes, yes. I mean there's a module that controls that. Mm-hmm. So it's actually brought down and then they are low energy and they can be on. For and the they world. are a very big safety feature. Yeah. Mm. So um if you bring a vehicle to Ghana and it's equipped with that, well, you can use it without any harm. Okay. And it doesn't blind the oncoming uh, um, driver.
0: Is, the- it, is it okay to drive with your DRLs? Because I realize that, you know, the very new cars, the DRLs are LEDs. And usually they come in very nice, fancy designs. And they look very nice, you know, the, the white, the bright white, you know, uh, compared to the halogen yellowish. You know, so people tend to sometimes in the evening you know drive around with just their drls is that is that is that okay it's not okay it says daylight running light mm-hmm. so what business have you
1: to use that in the night okay. in the night you use your low beam mm-hmm. you see and then like i said earlier on we need to actually educate ourselves on how to use light because mm-hmm. it appears like we are using them indiscriminately yeah Yes, and, and then, and then you, which you also have in mind that they are there for communication. Mm-hmm. So when misuse, then you confuse the other motoring public. Uh-huh. And even you can confuse pedestrians. Because mm-hmm. um, l- let me just tell you this one. When it's raining heavily and visibility is poor, you don't have to turn on your hazard light. Hazard light in bad weather means I'm stuck. Mm-hmm. I have a situation. So that the vehicle behind you can actually slow down or come to help you. But I see around here a lot. It's raining and everybody has a hazard light on. So I see, I've seen 40 vehicles, they all have
0: problems. <laughs> I have a lot of work to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, have you start seeing dollar signs. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> very interesting. I mean, light I, I, I think that we have a very big problem with lights in Ghana now. And um, talking about fog lights, DRLs, I will also talk about the lights, the auxiliary lights, the auxiliary lights, the ones that, especially these new LEDs that have,
1: you uh, know, the add-ons, yeah,
0: the add-ons that are so much on the market. And, um, you know, people are buying and fixing them on their cars. And, and they, 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 what, what do you say about those ones also?
1: Well, when it comes to vehicles, mm-hmm. whether light or anything, mm-hmm. add-on should always, always meet manufacturer's recommendations. Mm-hmm. I remember many years ago when even fog lights were mm-hmm. options. Mm-hmm. Manufacturers provided systems that if you want to add a fog light... The cabling is there. You hook it up to it. You connect, and then you put in a relay, mm-hmm. and and then the system works. works. But if you keep adding light, don't forget that it is the same battery that is designed actually to operate all the electrical component of the vehicle. That is operating this light, mm-hmm. and so you may have problem with your alternator. You may have problem of. Um, certain pesky problems. Sometimes when you have all your lights on, the stereo wouldn't play very well. Uh, air conditioner compressor begins to cut in and cut out. Mm-hmm. You see, and then so for me, for me, I'm a traditionalist. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't actually subscribe to you, all no, this. You, I mean.
0: you, 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 want things done the proper way. <laughs> things proper way. Yes, yes. yes, it's always safe. yeah and um, f- from personal experience, I realized that. um um, aftermarket installations such as um, um, h.i.d upgrades for example because i i happen to use a friend's car and um, if when you look at the front of the car in the night the lights are bright but there's no focus sure it doesn't cast a pattern on the road you know so it's very 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 difficult to drive and that is my experience and there was another time I was driving behind the car and it was raining heavily somewhere around Latvia Koshi and um, the car had HID headlights on, this is years ago when they came they, mm, they, they started, they, coming, they started in. coming in and you could see that the driver could not see, although when looking at the car you can see that the front side is very 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 bright but but, but but it lacked focus
1: mm-hmm. you see lights are designed for specific Exactly. Operation. The point I want. You see. So when you add them on, mm-hmm. sometimes the angles are lost. So you find them actually illuminating the side of the road mm-hmm. instead of the front of the vehicle. That is one. I mean, I remember many years ago we had people telling us that they when whenever they put on their headlight, then they see the lights on the trees. The trees get illuminated instead of the road. So so um there is something called aiming, light aiming. Mm-hmm. That is when you have to uh, adjust the light mm-hmm. to be able to do what it, it has to. Mm-hmm. And 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 when you add a lot of light, the aiming is lost. Okay. So on a rainy day, our visibility becomes very poor. Mm-hmm. Although. You have the
0: best form of... Light I- power. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> you have a lot of light power, well, but yes, you still yes, can't yes, see. Yes, yes, <laughs> All right. right. Then, talking about the light aiming, um, I realize that the cars have um, adjustments mm-hmm. for the lights. When do you use those adjustments?
1: Uh, it is used for the aiming. Okay. Yeah, it is used for mm-hmm. the aiming when you, you want the light so to So, how often do well. you have to aim it? Uh, once in a while... I think it's when, when the vehicle goes in for routine service... Mm-hmm probably once a year you can ask your repair tech to check okay yes so, so if it is out of range, of range then, you, then you the can yes. Yes.
0: then i realized that some cars are also equipped with a system that measures is able to tell the the angle at which the car is leaning when you have a load and the back side of the car goes up on the front props up a little bit the light itself Will, adjust, will it. adjust itself. Yes, you yes.
1: see, we had, we had, we had, in, uh, we had a pretty simple lighting system, mm-hmm. but these days, lights have become very complex because of safety <laughs> and communication. Mm-hmm. So right now, lights are even, lights. They even have closed loop mm-hmm. operations. What does that mean? So, closed loop means that, you know, you have a feedback. <laughs> okay. So mm-hmm. let me just illustrate. So I am the operator. Yeah. I turn on the light... When I turn on the light, it goes through a controller. Mm-hmm. Then the controller turns on the light, okay. And then, whatever I want the light to do, there is also a sensor mm-hmm. that tells me whether the angle is right or Wrong. not. Mm-hmm. So it comes back, it comes back, mm-hmm. and then the controller takes that information and readjusts.
0: In other words, there is an ecu or a yeah that's what i mean that computer a, that that's a, that's a module that, that controls the good, light good. And, so, and, you, so for a system like that you just can't just make any modification to no it unless it's a sanctioned by you the start manufacturer
1: getting error codes good you start getting error codes and and when you add on to such a system it's not actually recognized by the module mm-hmm. so the module will keep bringing in um Duties the that this bob is gone up, mm-hmm. that bob is gone up. And it's all about what you have done. Okay,
0: okay, 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 all right. <laughs> all right. Yes, that is a lot of um information for us. Okay, all right. Um total quartz nine thousand future. Your car deserves the best treat. Introducing the latest addition to the Total Quartz engine oil family. The Quartz 9000 Future Zero W20 especially conditioned and developed for the latest generation of engines. The Total Quartz 9000 Future Zero W20 delivers excellent engine protection and cleanliness, increases your oil change interval whilst reducing your fuel consumption. For optimum performance and efficiency of your car, visit the nearest total station and ensure your car is well protected join the total quartz nation movement today total quartz keep your engine younger for longer our whatsapp line is 054990549986996 keep your messages and contributions coming in very very interesting discussion we're having in the studio here about lights we've been talking about headlight how often okay we we just talked about adjustment of the headlight Um, let's shift our attention On other lights on on the car, we've talked about headlights, we've talked about fog lights, we've talked about DRLs, we've talked about um, auxiliary lights, okay. But there are still a lot of Uh, lights. What we haven't even talked about interior lights. Yes, what my people, what my people refer to as (laughs) trafficators. The ten signals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ten signals. Yeah. Yeah, So let's start from the ten signals.
1: Yeah, the ten signals play a very crucial role mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, in terms of safety okay. and communication. Mm-hmm. Um, when you want to turn right, you use a turn signal for the person in front of you, for the pedestrian in there to know that you're turning right. And also the one behind you to, to also know that you're turning right. Where we have the problem is you are turning right and the next two junctions mm-hmm. <laughs> and then just before the first one you put it on to the right so everybody assume it is the first junction and then you continue mm-hmm. you have actually confused the one behind you because he's probably turned a little bit to your left side to overtake mm-hmm. and just to realize that you're still on the road yeah. so uh, there is this thing in driving that we call courtesy driving okay and you use lights for courtesy purposes. Mm-hmm. Let's assume, we are saying that a lot of Ghanaian roads are not well lit. So you may probably drive there with a high beam on. Yeah. When there are no pedestrians and there are no drivers, you can do that. Mm-hmm. But be on the lookout. So that once you see an oncoming vehicle, use your low beam. Because you, you can't blind the other driver. Yeah. You see, and not all our roads are door carriage. Mm-hmm. That, that, that have medians there. So, so we, you know, we drive side by side. Mm-hmm. And then when you blind somebody, you don't know his age, you don't know his uh, physical mm-hmm. health. This person might probably just collide into you, mm-hmm. you, you see. So this is how it is like. Now the DRS, I'll come back to DRS. I, I find people park, and their headlights still on. Funny enough, it happens when they are even stopped by the police. They, they've parked the car engine running, and headlights on. Mm-hmm. And then you ask them, they tell you, "Yeah, my car is from Canada and the light has to stay on. When you stop and you have a DRL, DRLs are operated by the parking brakes. <laughs> so engage the parking brakes and the, D- yeah, the the light will go off. In an event where you do that, it doesn't go off, turn off the engine with the parking brake on, Energize. Start again, the DRL won't come. Yeah. Yeah. When you have this situation happening, you should let your mechanic or an electrician look carefully mm-hmm. at your parking brake switch. Okay. Probably wearing. Mm-hmm. So anytime you engage it, it doesn't trigger. It doesn't trigger the DR to go off. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. All right. So we've talked about um, the. Indicator lights, <laughs> indicator lights, yeah, and then the
1: indicator lights, yes. light, um, like I said, it needs to be used. Mm-hmm. It needs to be used very well, yeah, because misuse of it can actually create an accident. Okay,
0: sometimes you realize that some cars, or some people are driving and their indicator lights are, you know, uh, flickering, flickering very fast. Uh, flickering of indicator light when when let's say that the
1: when the front right bulb is bent out mm-hmm. it will begin to
0: flicker okay faster. so that is that that is an indication that one of your bulbs are out so far so you, the indicator
1: so light you, system is concerned
0: so you have to get it sorted right and
1: and then the modern cars modern cars you may also get an indicator on the
0: dashboard on the dashboard okay okay yeah i think i think i've seen that light it's it's like a round with light. with some
1: it's a sign around it telling you that mm-hmm. one of the bulbs is gone off and then also, when it comes to indicators, or let's say hazards, mm-hmm. you know, when you have both indicators on for the hazard, mm-hmm. we need to also be, you know, circumspect in their use. Because that indicates problems. Yeah. I have a problem, I need help, or wherever you park. Let's say in the middle of the night you park somewhere and there is no... There is no proper parking place for you, so you find yourself more on the road. Then you turn them on to let other motorists know where you are. Okay, yes,
0: wow, oh, okay, all right. Um, all right, good. So, um, cosmetic enhancements of lights, you know, these days my brothers will tint the headlights to make it look, yeah, yes, but does it become functional in the night? Well, it's still functional, but I guess uh, it's a a, a, a luminosity is reduced a little. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that
1: reduces the the intensity of the illumination, Mm -hmm. you see. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. Yes, Mm -hmm. and for me, I see that as a safety breach. Yes, I agree with you. I agree with you on that one. I mean, when it comes to, you know, headlights, you need all the brightness that you can without being a nuisance. Of course, yes. to the other users. To other users. So, um, if you're going to tint and you're going to lose a certain percentage of luminosity, then uh, you have to think twice. Of course. So and I've seen,
1: safety. I've, been seen taillights painted black for yeah. what reason? Yes. I don't know.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. It makes the car look speck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's talk about some dos and don'ts. Then um, we'll look at our. uh, We have a lot of contributions on our on our console. We'll go to them. Then we'll look at some general rules concerning the use of headlights and other lights. Okay. So, um, dos and don'ts. Yeah, you need to you need to check periodically to see whether all your buffs
1: are functioning. Mm -hmm. And that is one. And then also, you also will need to check. To see whether your aiming, the headlight aimings
0: are right. Okay, what's the easiest way of doing that?
1: Um, there are equipment for doing that. And mm. then uh, um, some years back, mm. we had this way of putting a, a cloth in front, mm. and in the evening, you pack and then mm. you check to see the level. Okay, so, so if I'm,
0: I'm home, I don't have access to the equipment, I can just pack in front of, let's say, a, a wall and then you That check. is brightly colored and I can use to check you oh. know the light okay you see yes. is there is there some level that Measurement that you can use to, yeah, they
1: have measurements. I, I, I can't tell, yeah, you. but yeah, then there's, yeah, a yeah, yeah. there's a chart, there's a chart. And then one thing is that when you're doing that, you have to be sure that the boot has nothing apart from your jack mm-hmm. and your spare tie. Because okay. if it if, if you have a lot of uh, stuff in the boot, the vehicle tend to it tell, compromises, uh, your, yes, your, your, uh, yes, yeah. The front goes up a bit, and okay. that might not
0: give you the correct okay, okay, all right. So, yeah. those are some do's. Yes, I believe that. You, I mean, you have to check um, pre ride checks check. as part yes. of your, your pre ride checks. Yes, and
1: then you can have a friend, and then with the with the um, you check to see whether your reverse mm-hmm. lights are working, mm-hmm. and then you also check see the brake lights. For the modern cars, you have one also. Mm, On top of the the rear seats. The high-mounted brake brake. Yes, and
0: then you can also check to see whether it's it's working. Okay, so what I have uh, um, um, devised is that um, anytime I have an opportunity to drive um in front of a building that has um the glass doors the glass you doors. back in and then, yeah, yeah that is what everybody does that <laughs> is globally accepted because a lot of times when you are doing your your pre-write checks you are in a bit of the higher and you don't the, you don't you even have do somebody available lights. to yeah, back, check those things uh, yeah, for the you yeah light, you cannot do that yeah, yeah, so yes yeah, yeah, so, yeah.
1: so so i think this one All right. is universally
0: accepted <laughs> <laughs> okay so um let's go to the console um okay so um a Ben from um from teshino says please remind the speaker to add that the high beam light should be used um not only in areas that are not well lit but when there are no road users when there are no road users yeah um, yeah so that is what um Yes, saying. yes. I mean, I agree with him, um, especially on rural roads, mm-hmm. you see. Mm-hmm. But they might also be animals crossing. crossing. Okay. Um, okay, so he should bear in mind that most of our roads are not well lit. By the way, my car came from Canada and has the daylight running one once the engine is started. Okay, so, all right. So he's saying that his um, DRL runs whilst the engine is is running. I think that if the DRL is part of the headlight, the one that the main headlight itself comes on, then it should be in the parking bri- uh, parking brake.
1: Yes, it is actually it's part of the headlight system. Yes. But but the power of the DRL mm-hmm. is lower than the headlights.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 All right. So um, that is I drive a 2008 Toyota Yaris. That is uh, from Senna in Amman from Adenta all right okay let's move ahead we have lots of contributions from you um kindly ask him about the hazard light system for me there's no bit. no bet uh we've spoken about the hazard light if there's something specific on your mind can you please um tell us at what time must the security cars turn on their lights daniel at ridge the security lights those are the blue and red and white light. Is that what he's referring to?
1: Yes, I mean he's talking about the one used by the security services.
0: Yeah, but for that one, anytime they have to do an, an emergency manoeuvres, I think they, they run them, the, right? Yes,
1: but they appear to be on all the time.
0: Yeah. So, we want
1: to know whether 24-7 they are doing security manoeuvres. Okay,
0: maneuvers. okay. For, this que- for this question, I think I will note it down the next time. Yeah, but have...
1: i also add this one. Mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. same thing. Mm-hmm. You see, um, in the U.S., mm-hmm when the police ask you to pull over you also park by the side of the road mm-hmm. and then they have their security lights mm-hmm. on just to let people know they are working there yeah once they are done with you they turn it off yeah they turn it off now if you have that light on it's been found that people with certain medical problems yeah, yeah tend to yeah. have especially epilepsy, epilepsy. yeah they, they tend to have seizures yeah. and
0: so, i i personally i find um, if you for example you find yourself following a police car in the evening and they are running the security light after after a while even when you are no when, when they are gone you still see yeah, yeah, yes, you
1: see they blind you yeah. a bit. I, I think something needs to be done about this yes, they need to be
0: educated yes, on that fine. we
1: agree mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that they want to do what they have to but they, they should they also
0: it, they call it visibility that's what they call it they have to be visible you know but i think that uh, probably probably when the next time we have dr superintendent um, um Safo here um we'll, we'll ask him he's a friend to the program and he yeah because the, the police
1: him. car is actually um Already is been painted where, the police colours. It, <laughs> it has a police plate
0: Policemen mm-hmm. are in. So what visibility again do we need? Okay, all right. hello greetings, Auto Show team. Please, what advice do you have for those who put on the hazard lights to tell vehicles behind they are going straight on uh, on an intersection? Pasolo, thank you for your question. I think that is also very important very because
1: important. when you get to an intercession where you don't have the stop lights mm-hmm. and you put on your hazard, it tells the one behind you that look, I'm going straight. Because it's an intercession. Mm-hmm. The stop lights aren't working. Mm-hmm. So the one behind you wouldn't know what are you, t- if you're turning right, you turn the turn. Um signal but, but, to the right.
0: But the thing is, if somebody is following you, you are not really a hazard to the one following
1: you. But then he also would need to know your intentions for him to take a decision. Mm-hmm. But you see, all this is because we do what we call no-stale driving here. Mm-hmm. You see, we always know stealing, Yeah. which is not the best. Mm-hmm. Because I, I think somewhere in the police, something... You need to be about yes, thirty yards or thirty feet mm-hmm. behind the other. Yes, so yes. when you know still too much, yeah. And then the guy turns right, mm-hmm. you hit him. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. You see, because he's going to slow down before he turns. yes. So yes. it
1: it is it is just to tell you that, um, please, I am going straight. You know, um, there used to be a sticker on vehicles in the seventies that says that at the back. If you can
0: read this, you are too close. Yeah. Yeah, I think we have to bring back that sticker (laughs) so that people can stop tailgating. All right. Uh, Today's program is super. Lights are a very important part of the vehicle. Kudos. um, This is um, Sydney from Adenta. Thank you, Sydney. It says, please, most bus drivers in Ghana do not switch to dim in the evening when meeting them from other side. Please, there are these long vehicles with so many lights, especially at the top of the vehicles, as if they are going for hunting. <laughs> is a DRL a system in the car? My Avio uh, car DRL usually comes off and on, even when the parking brake is down and the parking light on the dashboard is off. This is from Wating. <laughs>
1: yeah, the DRL, it stays on. You see, the DRL system, mm-hmm. actually, when it is working very well, in the vehicle, we have what you call the sun or the solar sensor. Yes,
0: yes. yes. If
1: the solar sensor is connected, to, well, it's, it's actually connected mm. to the uh, DRS system. Mm. So in the night, the DRS is supposed to go off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. During the day, depending on they depend on the car or depending on the car, yes. and then and then and then the 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 the, the solar um, mm. light sensor <laughs> doing its <this> work well. <laughs> then the drl will come on yeah. now alternatively it can also be controlled like i said with a parking the parking braking brakes. system so if it comes on in the night then it means it is the, it is the older ones mm-hmm. that you will need to but use the parking it, it's brake but it is
0: possible that this gentleman is having an issue with one of the switches Either there's the sensor, the solar sensor is it's not, not working, working properly. Yes. Or the handbrake um, switch too is not. So, no, he, he should check them. Yes. 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 But also, the solar sensor is also used on some certain cars that have the auto mode for their headlights. Uh, sure. So, when you put in the auto mode, it's going to sense and depending on how bright the environment is, it will automatically illuminate uh, the headlights. Sure. Oh, just, okay. just, just like the automatic uh, all right windshield wipers. Wipe yes. <laughs> Alright. Um Okay, so Hafiz from Temai says, what can the police do to regulate or control the use of the LED light people mount on top of their vehicle? Driving in the night on highways, you will cry. <laughs> and It's serious. It you is know.
1: very, very serious. And for me... There's
0: um, there this gentleman who drives a Jeep and he stuck all manner of LEDs on the car and the headlight itself is always off. And he drives with it in the night. And I, I'm wondering I what's going on in this, this person's legal. brain.
1: I mean, I mean, something has to be done about yeah. it. And and then also, the, the other problem that I have is you see the back-up light, mm-hmm. which we call the reverse light, light
0: yeah.
1: is white. Mm-hmm. Just to tell me, mm-hmm. following you, that now you're coming towards me, mm-hmm. so you sort of have uh, headlights. Mm-hmm. Now, people have changes. their break lights. To be white. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So when it comes on, you don't know whether the guy is reversing or not. So I think that we need to... Have to
0: probably we j- we just have to probably monitor
1: some of these things and then and then and then mm-hmm. also we need to enforce them. Yeah, you see, I, I am not too much. Uh, I don't like when we say we are educating people. We are educating mm-hmm. people. Most of the time, people who want to educate people, they do that and they go for the meetings and they do what they're eating and nothing is done. <laughs> but I like enforcement. Enforcement. Okay. Once you start enforcing, mm-hmm.
0: then all this will go away. Yes, I th- I think that one very easy way of checking these headlights is that um the uh, roadworthy regime has to be strengthened sure you know so that when you take your car for um um for that periodic um roadworthy certification the the yearly thing very good it's checked properly um if there are any modifications you have to note and if there are illegal modifications they have to be dismantled or your car will not be i think that's a
1: that's a good way to start it yeah
0: yeah please is it good practice to turn on your hazard light at a t-junction okay we just Talked about that is from Joe in Accra, yeah. Okay, all right. So, um, yes, it says, Please have empty stop vehicles putting on LED light at the back of the vehicle. Some have it flickering when you apply the brake, it disturbs the car following them. Yes, it can blind you. Yes, I, I've been behind a vehicle that's a strobe. That. The strobe, yes, the one yeah, that,
1: yes. <laughs> yes, I mean, strobe lights we're using them for, yeah, yeah for, for yeah. timing, yeah, so yeah, for engine timing. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> okay <laughs> see some sometimes signals are red very confusing why do manufacturers do that instead of traditional orange warm yellow color Aubrey from lakeside i, see. I think the the north america they have the, the red
1: and then and then i think it's actually draw filaments yeah. you see mm-hmm. so you have it being the mm-hmm. brake light and also for the time exactly. but even with this Normally they, they, they don't they don't blind. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It is when the bulb bends out mm-hmm. and you replace them with cheaper ones <laughs> that they begin to be um, a nuisance. Yes, because um, I, I many years ago when I used to drive European vehicles, when you take out the tail lights, mm-hmm. the bulb is quoted mm-hmm. you know, so that it, when you step on the brake, it wouldn't blind the the, the
0: person behind. Behind you. you. All right. Okay very very interesting discussion on lights okay all right so um what are some of the general rules concerning the use of um of lights especially the headlights on the road because i realize that sometimes um something like that the flashing of lights to indicate to people to either pass or you want to pass and sometimes you you flicker it and somebody is flickering back sometimes you are approaching a vehicle with your high beam you, you turn hit. it down then he rather Put his on. Sometimes I see people want to show that. Charlie me to. I get bright lights. Yes, know. i so mean, what are like, the general uh, like, yeah, rules?
1: Yeah, yeah. The general rules are, are for me. It's more to do with courtesy, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because if I am turning and there's a vehicle coming, and I use my light to signal, I expect him to respond. Mm-hmm. When you don't respond, I would intend. Because sometimes when you signal, the misinterpret Predator to means oh you are waiting, and then there will be a collision. Also, when you are approaching another vehicle, Uh let's say that on a narrow road in the night, Mm -hmm. one of you should douse his lights. Okay. So that the other driver, because the road is narrow and it is that can see the outline of your vehicle. And all these things are, I mean, they are sort of courtesy driving. I mean, there are other things that are nuisances that they are not connected to light, like Mm -hmm. we are the traffic light it Turns green mm-hmm. and everybody begins to talk, they are on, yes. for what purpose? Because you see, you, you pause a bit mm-hmm. to take off, all right, especially when the other guy coming from that side isn't looking at your green,
0: he okay. wants to beat his red, all right. That's that, that that reminds me of something that happened just last um Friday. So, last Friday, I had to run an errand for, for the company, and um. Um, I have a dash cam. It Mm -hmm. was a gift from a friend that I installed in the car. So it always records what's happening before me. And um, I was at a a traffic light right here in Adabraka. And um, when the light turned green, I don't know for for what reason, but I hesitated in moving. And there's a taxi ride to my left. And he took off. And immediately he took off. A car just came and ran into him. That's what I mean. He is Mm -hmm.
1: beating his right. Mm -hmm. You have the right-of-way, but you need to also use a bit of discretion. Mm-hmm. looking at the way we drive mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. So I believe the total motoring world in Ghana needs a complete overhaul.
0: Yes. <laughs> All right. Okay, so somebody has sent us, we're almost out of time, sent, uh, sent us a scenario, and he wants us to be there, the, the lawyers and the judges. <laughs> yes. He says, I made a U-turn, and uh, and I, dra- I, I drove for 100 meters um that is um, the the police measurement when a vehicle from behind hits my vehicle the the rear of my vehicle pay your knowledge who is at fault <laughs> oh, this is a case for the police <laughs> so he made a u turn he made Drove a u turn 100 meters do for 100 meters and the car hit him. It's a car's fault. It's the
1: car's fault, it's yes. Car's fault. 100 meters is actually a long stretch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All
0: right. I think our roadworthy regime is not effective. I wonder why after they do their checks, they don't tell you anything and just hand you the report and sticker and that's that. Shouldn't they be explaining what the results mean rather than just issue out the report? Yeah, I think they should. But um we, we, we have two types of... Um,
1: we have two type of people in this. Those mm-hmm. who like this regime mm-hmm. and those who want it to be more effective.
0: Yes, you but you see, the, the, the thing is that but now now the, the testing is privatized. Sure. So, um, they make their money based on the number of cars that come in and push out of the door. Oh. So, I don't think that their interest is in the education part, you know. Or so the enforcement pro- part. Yes, yes, yes. So, probably, I mean, what they can do is to fail you and when they fail you, you have to go and retest. I mean, if I I was the one running, I think I'm, I'm rather going to be serious with that because if you fail people for um, things that are wrong with their cars, they will go and correct it and come and you are going to charge them again. Yeah, <laughs> and that will force them to do the correct thing. Uh, but you see, that's, that's, that's the thing. Well, it's been an interesting discussion right here on uh, 97.3 CTFM. I've been here with Gerald Duberty of. Auto Children, quickly give us your number and how we can contact you.
1: 0244
0: 365 four four two four four three four four All right. <laughs> okay. So um, uh, that ends the show. We have um, a, a motorcycle awareness campaign coming at the end of the month. So um, the last Thursday of this month, we are going to have a big motorcycle. Uh, campaign and we are going to bring it to you live. Alright <laughs> right, guys, okay. so thanks for joining me and bye for now.